0: Welcome
1: to the Skull King Football Podcast, presented by Box DFS Firelines. Now, here are your hosts, Justin
0: and Ryan Skullroot. Hey, Skull King Nation, welcome back to another Skull King Football Podcast. My name is Ryan Skullroot, and I am your host again today. And today we are continuing our Inside Analysis interview series as we speak with NCAA play-by-play analysts uh, about the uh, NFL draft prospects. Uh, uh, for 2017, today's interview, we get to talk with Bill Baker, who is the voice of the Northern Illinois University Huskies. As we speak about uh, wide receiver Kenny Galladay, who has been considered one of the more underrated uh, wide receivers, he's actually been in a couple of publications um, do about how uh, much he could surprise people uh, going into the NFL this year with his abilities. So. Uh, I hope you guys enjoy this conversation I have with Bill Baker, uh, the voice of the Northern Illinois Huskies. Hey, Skull King Nation! Welcome back to another Inside Analysis interview. Um, I'm really excited about uh, about this interview today. Uh, we are talking with the voice of uh, the Northern Illinois Huskies, uh, the uh, Mr. Bill Baker. Uh, Bill, uh, thanks for joining the show today.
1: My right, pleasure. Always, uh, always like to talk college football. It uh, doesn't matter whether it's September, October, or, if, you know, in this case, the month of April or May. Always happy to talk.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty happy to be talking football all the time, too. So, um, so yeah, let's go ahead and get into it. Uh, Kenny Galladay, uh, 6'4", 213 pounds, um, wide receiver in the draft this year. Uh, if you could maybe give us just a little bit of a background of maybe, uh, maybe this season, but also uh, a little bit of a background of just his career in general.
1: Well, you know, let's begin with the fact that uh, we only got to, to work with him for just a couple of years. He was a uh, transfer, Kenny, coming out of high school in uh, the Chicago area. Played uh, at uh, St. Rita, as just part of the Chicago Catholic League, and, and they played some pretty good football. It's kind of a running uh, style that uh, that the Catholic League likes. But uh, Kenny was able to find a, a notch in uh, in that particular uh, program at St. Rita, and uh, didn't have didn't have a lot of interest coming out of. Uh, coming out of high school. Now, part of that might have been, he was 6'4", six six And you had made, uh, you know, mentioned the fact that he was 6'4". Well, by the time he got done, yeah, he had a elite growth, for, which had to turn the attention. But he started at North Dakota, went up that way, uh, and uh, and really it set, uh, you know, set the world on fire at uh, North Dakota. If you look at uh, their record books, I mean, already after just a couple of years, you'll find his name peppered in there uh, on a bunch of locations. Well, the two things Kenny, number one, wanted to get a little bit closer to home, and he wanted, that number two, having I mean, to play at a little bit higher level of, uh, of college football. And so he starts uh, sending out letters, and lo and behold, one of them uh, came to uh, the Northern Illinois. And uh, they took a look at him, and he went, uh, you know, so far sent along highlight tapes, and uh, that caught the attention. Of, uh, of our head coach Rod Carey as well as uh several of the other coaches and you know the rest you might say is history and, and he, he gave us two
0: outstanding years at NIU yeah uh moving from you know wanting to to work uh in a in a little bit higher competition going to NIU uh he definitely stepped up to the challenge you know with with uh in his two years at NIU he had what 160 receptions 22 almost 2300 yards and 18 TDs in two seasons I mean that's 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 uh, that's meeting the competition. Uh, if you ask me,
1: well, there's no question about that. And what a lot of people miss out of all those numbers, a lot of people miss this. But if you go back and you take a look at both of those years, the uh, Huskies' uh, uh, quarterbacking situation uh, wasn't uh, nearly as solid as uh, as it had been over the span of the. Uh, I don't know. Let's go back maybe five, six, seven years before that. Uh, as a matter of fact, twice. Uh, in his two years, the starting quarterback, Drew Hare, uh, and here's a guy that before Kenny got here, to get an idea how good he is, Hare uh, led the, uh, the club to a, a mid American John French Championship. Uh, but twice uh, during Kenny's uh, junior year, and again during his senior year, Hare went down for the year. And you know, to make a long story short, let me uh, let me just mention Drew Hare. Let me mention the yeah, the name of Anthony Maddox. Uh, there's Russ Graham, who was... Uh, a redshirt freshman at the time, a Daniel Santa Camp Arena, and then the guy uh, that they actually had to play in a championship game with a uh, uh, true freshman Tommy Feeler, who was a walk-on. Those were all the different quarterbacks <laughs> that threw passes to Kenny Galladay during his two years. A lot of people lose sight of the fact that he had a whole boatload of people, you know, trying to, to get the ball to him and. You know he would do his best, and evidently, as you know, as you see by his numbers, he did a pretty good job at that. Despite the fact that, you know, the ball comes out a little bit differently, the timing is always a little bit different. You know, the arc can be a little bit different. Certainly, the speed of the ball uh, It can be a lot of a lot of differences there that the Kenny, as a wideout, has to kind of adjust to over the span of those couple of years.
0: Well, I think that I think you know just you know with you listing all those quarterbacks that he's had over the last couple of years. Uh, I think it shows uh his mental toughness for one. I think it shows um his overall skill in general just to be able to make those kind of adjustments. Uh, you know, body control. Um, you know, one of the one of the notes that I that I wrote down when I was looking over his game tape was uh he's he's yes, he has good size, uh he's he's fast. I mean he ran they, they clocked him what was a four five forty. Um, but he's he's not a body catcher. He keeps his hands out in front, catches the ball out in front, makes adjustments to the ball if it's thrown low. He's able to kind of get his whole body down, get his hands under the ball uh, to make the catch and, and to move on from there. He really uh, he really has uh, a lot of athleticism, um, and, and I think that's, you know, one of the things that I'm sure really, really helped him with having to deal with all those quarterbacks. Yeah,
1: I was kind of joking when uh, we heard him on one of our coaches' show broadcast. I said, you know, Kenny, let me see your hands. Uh, and you know, I just kind of held him out there, and, I, and I'm not a bad sized guy, and his hands pretty much dwarf mine. <laughs> and, and I said, Kenny, what you know, I, what, what's on these hands? <laughs> I mean, it, you know, to help you and everything outside of the gloves. I and mean, he says, Mr. Baker, nothing. And, and that's just the I mean, just good hands. Uh, and here's the thing, you know, about here's the other thing about Kenny that allows him to be so successful. He's a tortuous at to times. I mean, this guy can do things with his body. Out of pass rush. I mean, when you know that you got a fade pattern, you know the far corner of the end zone. This guy finds a way to. Uh, I mean, to use whatever solution of, of a of a piece of daylight you know the uh, defensive back is giving him. He finds a way to get to that, thing. he finds a way to get a hand on the ball. And I don't know how many times I've seen him make one-handed catches on uh, the back of the end zone, along the side of the end zone, along the side. And I'm bet, I'm betting over a couple of years, he made four or five true bona fide one-handed catches. Or you, you make the grab, it and you, either you chunk it in. There's one time you made a catch, and he just kind of held it up in the air, and even used his body just, you know, to kind of suck it away. But you, you can, you can just find whatever niche of daylight there is, and uh, and and use it to his advantage. I mean, speed, you, get you, you talk about. He probably runs. You know, when you know the route, and you you kind of watch it. You watch it from upstairs. This guy is probably, I think another word is discipline. He's the most disciplined route runner, if you want to call it that, that that I've seen him sometimes. And and he does at the same time, ryan He's got the ability to adjust when he sees something is up. He sees a quarterback is is in a bit of trouble. And uh, he'll try his best to get open. And that's where, you know, sometimes being a contortionist comes in. He'll duck under people. He'll twist away from people get the hand up in the air. And, you know, assuming the quarterback sees him, uh, you know, is going to go ahead and make the grab. You know, all of the basics. That you need to have to be a really good wide receiver at the Division One level. There's no question, Kenny has got each and every one of those.
0: Yeah, uh, going on, going, going on. Uh, not only with his receiving ability, but uh, watching some of the tape, his you know actual game film, where it's not just his highlight film. Um, he actually does you know show the show the tenacity to get in there and block. I saw a few uh, um, goal line stretches where. If if he didn't uh, if he didn't get to get to the cornerback and uh, and and put the cornerback down, the running back was not getting into the end zone. And and so uh, his you know with a lot of um, a lot of teams looking for guys to fill roster spots that got a, that need to show that that ability to you know get a block or or to be you know to to get to get nasty, I guess you could say um, with the defense. I think that you know that that really bodes well for him uh, also.
1: You know, and here's another thing he told me in one of these these interviews that we did. So he enjoys that. I mean, a lot of wideouts want to catch the ball, they want to score the touchdowns. If his number is not called, I mean, the, this guy's built like a uh, like a brick wall. I mean, to be perfectly honest with you, he's got the uh, he's got the body to get out there and block. He's got the body to go out there, you know, and put a hurt on people, and you know, and, and open up a corner or you know, block somebody to the outside and, and open up a, a lane on on a cutback. And he tells me he actually enjoys that part of the game as much as he does when his number is called. And he's out there in a, you know, a pass round. We've watched him again for a couple of years. And, and uh, he is, uh, you know, when it comes right down to, it, again, you know, we talk about the basics. That has to be one of them, too the ability to, you know, to do things away from the ball when when it's not going to come your way. And, 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 you know, I've had 37 years of watching college football. You know, the majority of it at the mid American conference level. I've seen some of the, you know, the so called, uh, you know, Power Five schools when we played them. And, uh, and, of course, you see them every week when you just sit back and, you know, try to catch a game without having to work it. But, uh, Kenny, kinda, honestly, Kenny, had he been six three, six four coming out of high school, had he been that tall coming out of high school before this this late uh, group spurt, I don't know if any of you would have ever, ever, you know, had a chance at it. To be honest with you, you would have, you would have found the, you know, you've heard the Big Ten country, for They don't miss much. You're you're not too far from uh, the Big Twelve. You got Notre Dame lurking out there in the weeds. And of course today, you know, recruiting is a, such a national thing. But uh, the only thing that kept him, you know, from I think a uh, Power Five uh, uh, scholarship when he came out of high school was the fact that Jerry's you know, probably around six one, not even quite six two. Before he had that growth spurt, once that came along, everybody knew who he was.
0: Yeah, looking again, going back to uh, to you know how how he plays. Um, from what I could tell from uh, some of Northern Illinois, they for the most part they they play a I guess you could say like a pro set offense. It's not a they're not running five wide receivers throwing a, you know doing the spread like say a University of Washington or a Baylor was or even Clemson at times. Um, so I think you know the fact that he's worked you know not only in the slot but on the outside in a pro style off or in a pro set offense um, bodes well for him Uh, it looked to me like a lot of the routes just a lot of the routes that I've seen from him um, you know just in a limited tape that I have he runs a lot of um, a lot of stop routes he's looking at you know trying to find those open those open spots in in zone defenses Um, you know he has like you said he has that ability to adjust so if a you know, while he could burn past a, uh, a DB who's who's playing off of him, he also has the awareness to you know plant his foot, stop, and be right there to make that adjustment to you know for the the shorter pass to say maybe just get a first down instead of going for the home run ball.
1: sure you know, not only can he do that, Ryan, he can do that on a dime. I mean, literally, we just you know stop and go route, uh, a little curl, a hitch and go. Uh, you know, he's got a lot of different ways that he could, uh, you know, if you're a defensive back, and he could make a make life miserable for you, make it make it a really long day in uh, in that backfield. And uh, uh, I've had people ask me you know, who uh, who I think he uh, he might most resemble, and I to think about this a little bit because we're stuck here in Chicago Bears territory, and uh, certainly we haven't seen much in the way of uh, just much in the way of anything uh, from the Chicago Bears. <laughs> But, but here's a guy, you know, I tell you what, he reminds me of a guy that we haven't seen much of because of injury, and that's, the, that's Kevin White. Came out of West Virginia, huh? if you recall him, as a White yes. for and a yep. and then had the, had the foot injury, I think it was, and then something else happened again uh, in his second year. But boy, uh, when you look at his, you, you just look at the way he's built. I think White was around, he's a little shorter than Kenny's. He was like six, uh, 6'3 maybe. Yeah. I uh, yeah, that was in, you know, maybe within five pounds or so. He averaged about. Uh, Ten yards for catch. Uh, it was a first-round pick coming out of West Virginia. That you know, when White was healthy, I'd watch him and Mike God, I mean, you just trade uniforms, and and you're looking at making Kenny Galladay. That's the kind of player I think he can be in the NFL.
0: Yeah, I think one more one more thing to add to this is the fact that he also runs the ball. Um, looking at his stats, doing that, you know, doing the end around, say like a uh, um, like a a New Orleans would do with like a, a Brandon Cooks. Or some of those other teams with their really speeders here is almost like a Percy Harvin type. Um, you know, looking at uh, just his rushing stats: twenty rushes over the last year uh, with a hundred for one hundred and ninety-two yards. So he's averaging nine yards a rush, and even scored a couple of TDs in uh, in that time frame. So I think that shows his versatility as well.
1: I, I think uh, you know, honestly, if you're going to catch the football and if you're going to be a out in the the of things then you get to uh, you get to get really familiar with what we call the jet sweep or the wider around as, yep. as I like to call it in, in running the ball and, and boy you know and they're right there. I mean one of two things is gonna happen, right? I mean you're gonna get that ball and you know you're gonna it, it's a race to the sideline. You look for the the cutback, you look for that little bit of a seam to get a block on the outside. Or you know you're not gonna get the ball and you have to you know you carry up your fake until such time she the quarterback. Then you gotta start looking for your assignment. Uh, as far as the blocker is concerned, and, you know he excels. I think we talked about this earlier. He excels in in that capacity as well. The chip sweep is a big staple in the NIU offense when it comes to uh, the White and and uh, Kenny certainly has never been uh, never been uh, bashful about that. I mean, here's a guy's a whiteout. House, cannot. Uh, I, can, I bet you he ran the ball twenty twenty five times. This season, without having the numbers in front of you. Actually, he ran the ball at least 20, 25 times out of the uh, wideout spot uh, this season. And so here's a guy, uh, again, he's got right. you Put a football uniform on this guy. You know, drop on the helmet. And, uh, you know, you kill Katie, it's game time. And, you know, this is what we need you to do on, on this particular day. Number one, he's going to go out and do it. Number two, he's going to have fun doing it. That's as big a key to success as you can find.
0: Yeah. He's a, I want to say, uh, one of these, I can't remember which, which actual, um, which, uh, publication it was, but it may have been Bleacher Report, but it was, you know, they were talking about the, the, the most underrated, um, players in this draft and, uh, Kenny was actually, uh, was, was, uh, you know, his picture was on the front of it. He was considered one of the more underrated wide receivers that that's going to surprise people, uh, coming out of this draft. Um, you know, I, again, looking at his game tape, he's an electric player. He has the ability to go up and get the ball again. He's got that six, four frame, 213 pounds. Um, he's got the strength, um, you know, being one of the top performers in the bench press at the combine for wide receivers, um, I think that he has he has a very very unique mix of of um, natural attributes about his body, his strength, his size, but also um, you know that willingness, that tenacity to go in and get the you know to go and get the block, to do what it takes to help his team win. And I I, I really am uh, really am interested to see where he ends up and what kind of system he ends up in uh, to see what kind of success he'll have in the NFL. No question.
1: And then, you know, the last thing I said about Kenny, too, is I don't know if, uh, if there were a lot of NFL clubs that were, you know, paying a lot of attention to him during the course of the, these last couple of regular seasons. Certainly a senior season, they should have been. Uh, but with all, the, uh, with all the postseason activities... That seniors and people who are going to declare for the draft that are going to have to go through. Kenny was was uh, he was handicapped uh, after his senior season. His last game of the year came to Kent State. It was the day after Thanksgiving, and I forget if it was the second quarter or the uh, the third quarter. But Kenny uh, made a catch and was uh, was streaking towards the end zone. And at the last second, he had a defender come up and he just tried to. I mean, just trying to finagle the ball into the end zone as best you can. I guess it was a one-on-one play, and something happened, and he hit the ground wrong. And uh, and I mean, he, and you could tell that he was hurt. I mean, when he when he rolled over, and we weren't sure if it was a leg, if it was a knee, if it was an arm. It turned out to be the elbow. <laughs> you know, dislocated, and he just went into a. He just curled up and and just pounding the uh, the turf. Something you hate to see, but that set him back a little bit. insofar so far as any combine working and pro days and different things like that he he had to sit back and he had to get better you know which he did I mean he did exactly what he needed to do so he's said he's hundred percent we talked to him since that time uh, he feels he's ready to go and he's certainly looking forward to uh, to the college draft
0: all right well again like I said i, I I'm really looking forward to uh, to seeing where he goes and seeing what the, what kind of offense he ends up in and, and what kind of a role he can he can play in the NFL so again thank you so much uh, again this has been our our conversation with the radio voice of uh, the Northern Illinois Huskies, Mr. Bill Baker. Bill, thank you again for, for giving us a little bit of your time to, uh, uh, to come on to our show and talk about Kenny Galladay.
1: You're right. It's always a pleasure, Ryan. Thank you so very much. And mr uh, the luck down the road. I'm, I'm looking very not just Kenny, I'm looking forward to seeing where we're a lot of different people, both uh, both Huskies and, and players from the American conference and college football in general. Uh, it's always an exciting time of the year when the, uh, these clubs uh, make their picks and uh, we'll be keeping an eye on that uh, as well as Kenny
0: All right. well again, thank you so much and and, uh, have a nice day
1: Yes sir, thank you
0: Hey Skull King Nation thanks for listening to the Skull King Football Podcast Did you like this episode? If so, be sure to go to iTunes Stitcher, Google Play, and YouTube to subscribe. Also, please leave us a rating and reviews to let us know how we can better help you rule your leagues